Welcome to another episode of Planning with Research in Health and Physical Education. Risto here. I just want to thank everybody for the support on this podcast so far. We're well over a thousand listens in a very short period of time. And just wanted to thank everybody for um, promoting us on social media and uh, sharing with other friends. And so just a huge thank you from from all of us here to, uh, to you. Thanks. All right, so today we're highlighting a dissertation instead of a previously published peer-reviewed article. Um, This is the first, but definitely not the last of our dissertation highlights, and uh, let me explain why. So dissertations are often the cutting edge of recent research, and it's also a culmination of a new doctoral student's life for the last three to five, maybe 10 years. Uh, So there's a lot of passion involved. Not to say that peer-reviewed journal articles are not from passion, but most of the people publishing in peer-reviewed journals have gone through the dissertation process. So uh, it's a lot of work and often a wealth of information. Um, this is the time that the person is really becoming an expert in their subdiscipline over the last uh, three to five years. So uh, today we're highlighting one of the three chapters in Dr. Sharihan Lynch's dissertation. So without further delay, here we go. Uh, we're here with uh, Dr. Sharian Lynch from the University of Alabama. Uh, we'll be discussing her dissertation article titled Faculty Members Engaging in Transformative Pete. So thank you so much for joining us to talk about your dissertation and uh, how's it feel to be a doctor? Oh, well, firstly, thanks for having me. Um, I feel extremely fortunate and privileged to have passed my defense. And I can only thank those along my journey that supported me throughout. Although I do feel like my learning journey hasn't stopped. It's just the beginning. Great. So um, what have you found is the focus? You've done a lot of research on PEEP programs. So what's the focus of current PEEP programs in general? Well, they tend to focus on motor performance. So the physical elements of physical education along with focusing on PE as combating this obesity obesity epidemic solution. So what's the the problem with this? So I think that this and many others have said that this is a very traditional and conservative view towards PE, and it really lacks the educative element of physical education. So a motor component focuses and reproduces a culture that the slender looking body is all that is valued. And research has shown that it can perpetuate PE as ableist, elitist, sexist, healthist, focusing on competition and individualism as a subject. So I'm kind of thinking that this is where you advocate for a sociocultural perspective for PEEP programs. Yeah, so a sociocultural perspective promotes an appreciation of different perspectives and allows the students opportunities to question their previously held assumptions about society. And a sociocultural perspective promotes the construction of a more equitable and socially just society. So how should PEEP programs, meaning physical education, teacher education programs, and maybe the faculty start to facilitate this movement? So one way they can move towards this movement is by enacting transformative pedagogical practices in PEEP programs, which move the teacher away from behaviorist teaching practices and see students as knowledge holders in the classes they teach. So 
can you so you use the word transformative Pete so transformative physical education teacher education can you give us some examples of what that looks like yeah so um, Richard Tilling has nicely given a definition of what transformative pedagogy is and he states that it's an educational approach that's democratic in spirit and has the aim of asking students to question previously held assumptions in order to create a fairer society. So examples would include students engaging in theoretical dialogue and questioning their previously held assumptions, experiences and life histories. Awesome. So out of the three papers in your dissertation, we're focusing on one. So what's the let's get to the purpose of it. Uh, what was the purpose of this part of the dissertation? So my purpose was to describe three individual sport pedagogy faculty members efforts at engaging with transformative pedagogical practices. So each of them were teaching within a PEAT program. Okay. And so you look at this study through the lens of feminist theory, and you did an awesome job on the Theory Breakdown podcast, which we're launching a side of this. But can you just give us like a short summary of the key points of what feminist theory is? Yeah. So using the work from Bell Hooks, I drew upon feminist theory and feminist pedagogy. Um, in an overall summary, feminism is the is a powerful social justice movement and it and it seeks to end sexism sexual exploitation and oppression of all kinds so equality for all people and those that teach using feminist pedagogies reject traditional models of teaching and they engage in conversational approaches that seek to involve students with the realities that are going on around them so in society and cultural discourses so that they can attempt to recognize and then attempt to change society for the better. Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, so in this specific study, who were your participants? So three white, able-bodied, lesbian, gay, sport pedagogy faculty members teaching in undergraduate PEAT programs. Awesome. And then what did you, what did you do? What's a kind of like a brief summary of your, of your piece of this dissertation? So for a period of roughly 28 weeks, I drew upon a number of ethnographic methods, including interviews and focus groups to collect data, to learn about the content, organization and methods the faculty members used. Awesome. So long time in the field talking to these uh, these teachers over a long period of time. And you have a good explanation of the data analysis, but um, you explain the ways in which the faculty members attempted to start to influence their students, which are our future teachers in society. Um, so the teachers were trying to influence the students' perspectives and practices in three themes. Uh, can you go through and just highlight those three themes for us? Yeah, sure. So. The three themes included the faculty members' goals, content, and pedagogies used. And I'll briefly summarize each of those. So each of the faculty members' teaching philosophy drove their PE teacher education goal. And they each identified a socio-cultural goal for PE that didn't just focus on psychomotor elements of physical education. So the second theme included the content set for the classes, which included a multitude of um, topics and diversity and equity issues, and not one oppressor was neglected. 
So the faculty members drew upon a range of pedagogical strategies in their classes, but most importantly, these included non-traditional teaching methods, such as problem posing in class, arts-based pedagogies, and using digital media for examples. And they facilitated their pedagogy by arranging their class in small groups and being in circle-based circle scenarios to facilitate discussion. And they each saw students as knowledge sharers within the class. So they didn't also implement assessments that asked students to just regurgitate knowledge back to them like a traditional assessment would. They adopted alternate assessments such as immersion experiences and sociocultural journals. And each of these findings were integral and in line with feminism and meant that their work was guided by their political solidarity to the feminist movement. And you also, in that paper, you discuss the, the factors that limited and maybe facilitated the faculty members' effectiveness when they attempted to engage in this transformative P. Can you explain, uh, explain those findings as well? Yeah, so this is when I, I learned a lot, actually. And I found that the main facilitator to transformative practice for each faculty member was using their own personal experiences, which provided them with an opportunity to be vulnerable with their pre-service teachers, to raise their own critical consciousness. Um, so similarly to other transformative scholars, the, the faculty members in, in my study shared their own stories to support students uncovering their own biographies and perspectives. Another facilitator was the sisterhood and allyship that each of the faculty members had with each other. They worked together and they questioned one another's ideas and worked towards the same goal, which was social good, equality and raising critical consciousness. And this was really integral to their transformative practice because they were able to strengthen and affirm one another. Then, unfortunately, there were barriers to this type of practice. Um, and then the internal limitations included things that affected the faculty members within their institution, for example, sexist thinking and homophobia, but also the social justice illiteracy of colleagues that the in, within the faculty members' institutions. So social justice illiteracy means gaps in people's understanding on what we need to do for social justice. And to give you an example, in one of the faculty members' Um, identified that the fat phobias that their colleagues had and it's these type of fat phobias that make our profession quite exclusionary and perpetuate only the aesthetics and psychomotor element of PE as valuable. So um, secondly each of the faculty members were politically conscious and the political environment of the United States at the time I did this study does not and did not support their liberal inclusive views. So subsequently, this meant that in the conservative areas in which they worked, the students, student teachers that they taught had very conservative values. And it meant that in their teaching, they had to begin by breaking down a lot of common misconceptions that students had. And ultimately, they had to teach the basics of sociocultural issues. So just as a kind of side question here, did you find that the, the teachers that were teaching, did they teach through a specific sociocultural class that was in the curriculum or were they teaching this specifically in their classes like secondary methods or primary methods and they were just teaching these concepts of sociocultural competence? 
Great question. So for two of my participants, they had to infuse sociocultural concepts within their class. So their methods courses, um, student internships, etc. But for one of my faculty members, they had a specific sociocultural class. So the entire class was dedicated to sociocultural issues. So it really depends on the faculty member, where they are um, and their access to whether there is the, they are able to have those types of courses. Yeah, and that's interesting because we have, so I've been at two universities now. And so my first university did not have a specific sociocultural class but yes, it was covered in general education, but not how it fit into physical education. And now at Mason, we have a full semester long class that all the students have to take if they want to get a degree in physical education, that they learn this, the concepts of sociocultural. So like, you can't kind of get around it. You have to take this class and everybody's exposed to that, to that class, which I think is a great, great model. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. So my first study looked at the influence of those general education classes on our pre-service teachers and in summarizing that um, the general education course that I observed did influence the pre-service teachers' perspectives and practices within PE, but they didn't really have any takeaways in physical education. And that's why we really do need our own programs um, and courses related to, to this topic. Yeah, absolutely agree. So based on your findings, how should the physical education, teacher education programs adjust to what uh, they've been doing previously? So I think firstly that USP programs need to look to other uh, countries. For example, New Zealand have ha implement sociocultural perspectives across each of their uh, at a program level. But they also have to start by seeing their role in dressing inequality. And this means reorientating entire programs towards the sociocultural focuses of equity and diversity. So Alan Evans in New Zealand has said um, in his own research, and I draw from him heavily, um, is that we need faculty members who are on the same page, buy into the same belief system and don't stigmatize individuals based on their cultural discourses who come into our programs. Um, that would mean, if we follow this model, that we need sequential sociocultural courses in the program of study. Um, in turn, our current faculty members would need professional development to teach these concepts within each of their courses. Um, the recent PE and sport pedagogy special issue by uh, a number of social justice and socially orientated colleagues um, in PE and sport pedagogy have made several recommendations on what programs to do. So really reading this literature and um, using it within our practice. And I've seen some of some of those colleagues present that at ARA and ASEP and different uh, different venues. So I think that's a that's a great study to bring up. Now, specifically for you, you finish your doctorate. I'm assuming you're looking maybe into a faculty position somewhere in the world. And so, how are you going to perform transformative Pete in your classes going forward? 
Yeah, so I do have a position. I'm moving back to London um, in January to start teaching in a PEAT programme. And um, I, I must stress that transformative pedagogy, whilst we can perform it, it is a philosophy. And I carry a democratic, educational and sociocultural philosophy into my practice wherever I go. And um, I will constantly be questioning my philosophy. Um, but even though I'm armed with some practices such as encouraging theoretical dialogue in classes and moving away from standardized practices, I'm, I'm going to ensure that I find my own way to this practice. And I, I see these methods as very individual and they change depending on the context. So although in my paper I recommend um, some methods, I realize that they can't actually be shared by educators and it's such a complex task such as teaching, which is very context specific. Yeah, and thank you for that. I think you're on to a topic that is really, really important um, when we talk about research of consequence. You know, this is this is the stuff that really is important to discuss and explain in to different different cultures and definitely something that PEEP programs in general should be should be pushing. So um, we appreciate your time, Dr. Lynch. Um, and we'll let you everybody know when this is published and ready to distribute to everyone. Uh, for now, uh, you'll have to wait patiently. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, that's all we have for you on this one. And thanks for listening. Thank you, Dr. Lynch.